0: Hi, I'm Sahil.
1: I'm Shinjani.
0: Welcome to True Crime Desi.
1: <laughs> Before we talk about today's case, I would like to talk about two great artists who passed away this week
0: KK and Sidhu Moosewala. Yeah. My own brother brother from another mother (laughs) don't laugh I loved the
1: dude I know you really did I genuinely (laughs) loved
0: him his music was anything it was different
1: and dude he was 28 he was very young he was like 5 years older than me
0: you know you uh, he started doing like shitty videos of music back when he was like 18 Mm -hmm. and I saw and I've seen those clips they're so bad but his singing is so good Yeah. it's I think it's it was dope. Before even he started writing his own music, it was still very good.
1: No. And that's what, like when on his peak he was like at his peak, I'm sorry, he was twenty five.
0: That's when he gained the fame. Yeah, he
1: was just twenty five. It's crazy. And then KK is the hero of all our childhoods.
0: Honestly, yeah, he was the ringtone master of my (laughs) phones. I'm not gonna lie about that.
1: No, again. So a friend of mine told me that he saw KK live in Mumbai a few years back and he thought in a lot of songs when yeah. he used like his really deep voice that it was autotune but KK was a dope artist
0: He was an amazing, he was an amazing artist
1: Amazing
0: artist Honestly he was genuinely gifted he? There are only a few good artists like that
1: 100% with who have,
0: like a really melodious noise
1: voice,
0: voice. <laughs> <laughs> My, I'm sorry
1: voice <laughs> So, from shittier things to even more shittier things, now we're gonna talk about the murders of 20 young women and the person who's behind it. Should I do it now? (gasps) (laughs) Yeah. Good timing. Uh, Mohan Kumar.
0: Mohan Kumar.
1: Cyanide Mohan. Yeah. So what the public has dubbed him as Cyanide Mohan. That's actually really funny about Indian serial killers. Most of them are just like the way they used to kill people and their name.
0: I thought most of them were like just, uh, just you know, psycho and their name.
1: Like, yeah, that's if what. If you kill
0: someone, you're psycho, Shinjini. <laughs> that sounds good. You should never kill someone.
1: See, every serial killer, they're like, mental health issues are what? Question mark. They're just psycho. They're
0: just psycho, you know. No analysis required. You kill someone, you're psycho.
1: And then if you kill through cyanide, you're cyanide Mohan. There's also cyanide Malika.
0: Yeah, people are obsessed with cyanide.
1: And again, we should, like, cyanide is an uncommon poison. Actually,
0: you know, there was a little, okay, I'll tell you about this one thing. A few years ago, uh, the seeds from, like, like different fruits, apples, and even watermelon seeds, some people say that contain cyanide. You can only, like, you only have to eat a handful of apple seeds to die from cyanide poisoning. That's what I heard. You need like 400 grams of apple seeds. That's it.
1: 400 grams is not a few, it's a lot of apple seeds. Is it? Yeah. Okay, my bad. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Apple seeds can kill you.
1: I think that's very cool. That's not cool. I think it
0: is. I think it's scary.
1: I think it's just a drummed up fear. I don't think it should exist.
0: See, it's scary because I used to think that I'll grow plants if I eat seeds. Now I know that I'll just die. (laughs) It's very disappointing. No plants
1: coming out of cyanide. No plants. No plants
0: coming out from either of my holes.
1: (laughs) Okay, no more digressing. So, cyanide Mohan or Mohan Kumar is who we're going to talk about today and like we mentioned he has been convicted for 19 of the murders and he actually when he was first caught he claimed the number was 32 but that has been proven but 20 have been definitely connected to okay him. so
0: 20 have been proved
1: yeah that he is the one who committed those crimes
0: and the others were suspected
1: or no he's just i think to drum up more fear or cloud in a way he yeah was just exaggerating. So, before we get into this murders, I'm gonna give you a little bit of his story, his life, whatever. So, who was this loser? I am going to shit on him, I'm sorry. The way he talked about these women, I want to smack him, stupid. I think if you ever got a chance, you
0: would
1: have. I will. Um, <laughs> That's one of my. Is he alive? Guys. Yeah, he is. His, a one bastard. of his. <laughs> Dude, his uh, killing spree ended just in 2008, I think. Not that long ago. Oh.
0: Not that long ago.
1: And like his last conviction came in 2019.
0: Really? Yeah. He was active. oh my god.
1: So the cases are still, you know, going on against him. Okay. 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 So, we're gonna start with who he was. So, he was always described as someone who was shy, and deserved. Of course. Of course. No one saw the red flag in his whole life. (laughs) Okay, you'll see people describing him as normal way too many times and ignoring big red flags, starting with his mustache.
0: That's your personal opinion, don't I mean, I'm
1: sorry for all the moustachioed gentlemen But if you don't have any beard and just the moustache going
0: I think moustache looks good, not on Cyanide Mohan of course But in general moustache, okay, we're getting off track
1: (laughs) We're getting off track, yeah Okay So he was born on April 6th, 1963 Old dude Yeah, 63, he's in his late 50s 50s now So his parents were both like daily wage laborers in his village like of course like most villages in India still education isn't given that much of an priority, imp- yeah, priority. Yeah. but his family as a whole did give education you know a big priority and all of like he has in some sources it says he has two brothers and a sister in some it says he has one brother and a sister okay. so we don't know about that one brother for sure I mean he might be too ashamed of him. The brother of cyanide, i <laughs> think both. <laughs> so which all three siblings were really smart, they studied well. So one of his brother who's Ramesh still lives in his parents' house and he's also a daily wage worker. But due to some heart problems he's actually recently quit. His sister is a postal officer and one of his brother works in the bus corporation, the State Bus Corporation.
0: Okay. Which was as a bus conductor?
1: No no. Like he is an official in the Okay cool. Transport Department basically. Isn't that funny? It is. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh right now. Anyway. So
0: Okay, we'll also discuss why is it funny?
1: Yeah, it will come into yeah. a very <laughs> bright light here. So when he was done with his high school he got O B A degree then again, so he's from a reserved class, okay. usually if you want to become a teacher anywhere you need at least a diploma, mm-hmm. but because of the reservations, all he needed was his BA degree. Of course. While he was in college, again he was described as shy and average, I like people who describe <laughs> him as average.
0: It's always the BA dudes.
1: Oh it's always the <laughs> BA dudes, okay. <laughs> You have a problem with my moustache jokes <laughs> <Don't behave.
0: laughs> I mean it's a big red flag I'm not saying don't date any BA dudes I'm <laughs> just saying <laughs> Don't get killed by that Don't one. get uh, you know, killed by a BA dude <laughs>
1: Okay So after he did all of this He joined the government service As a primary school teacher Which we know because most of the headlines you'll see about him is Oh, school teacher became serial killer Again, all school <laughs>
0: teachers are big red like, flag We live in a world full of red, red flags band. all around us
1: <laughs> So from 1980s, that's when he joined the service till 2003, he was a teacher In some places it said it's, he taught science, English and math and in the other it said he taught PE so I
0: mean, <laughs> see the PE part is more believable <laughs> Again, the PE teachers is usually the, you know, suspicious The one. serial killer type. Not the serial killer type, but they are a little odd. Oh, <laughs> that's oh all oh I'm right. gonna say.
1: Yeah, let's leave it at that.
0: Let's just leave it at that. No more so controversy <laughs> on the PE teachers.
1: So, he was yeah. married three times. And again, now I'm going to actually have a very big problem with anyone who said he's normal. His first marriage was to a girl named Mary. Okay, and That is
0: normal. That is actually normal.
1: No, well, that's cute. Whatever. <laughs> he met her. When she was in 7th grade.
0: Okay, and he was teaching? Yeah. Okay.
1: She was 14, 15 at most when he met her. All right. And fell in love with her and waited to marry her. Ohhh.
0: Who said he was normal again? <laughs>
1: Everyone. They're just like, no, he was a pretty chill dude. Don't know how he killed 20 women. Yeah, you know,
0: people must be like, oh, it's so nice he waited for all those years after falling in love with a kid, literally.
1: And I'm pretty sure he groomed her. I mean, she was 15 when she met him. There is, of course, some grooming going on there. Were they already
0: dating when they met?
1: Something th- like that? The second, like, what's been reported is that as soon as she turned 18, she married him. Yeah, so, so, of okay. course, there was something going on. Oh my god. Creepy.
0: Okay, so apart from being a seal killer, he was also a pedophile.
1: Um, Good time. I mean, again, hasn't been proven. A but,
0: very creepy
1: <laughs> But pedophile. I will go for pedophile, yeah.
0: And a very creepy person, too. You should go with a creepy pe- pedophile.
1: I believe all pedophiles are creepy, but yeah, I, okay. I take your point. But that makes sense. So. But they got married and got divorced very quickly because dating a kid was okay with him. But Jesus wasn't. <laughs> he They got divorced because he didn't convert to Christianity. That,
0: that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, if he's... Okay, that makes sense. That's what.
1: So now come the two wives which are still alive. I mean, even Mary is alive, I think. I but think she's
0: in love with Jesus.
1: <laughs> I don't mean any offense. <laughs> I'm going to cut this out. No, okay. Now we come to his other two wives, which are still you know supporting him somewhat, or did at least till when he started confessing. Okay. So the first one is Manjula, who he married in nineteen ninety two. It was an arranged marriage, and she lives in rural Mangalore. Uh, he has two sons with her. Okay. All right. And then is his third wife, Sri Devi. Sri Devi, he has a daughter and a son with her. Okay And it was a love marriage They were working together So
0: when did he divorce the second wife?
1: That's the point, he didn't
0: Okay, what?
1: <laughs> so basically what he told his second wife was that He has gotten a transfer And then that's when he met Sri Devi And then he married her. And he used to like switch between the two wives and What do
0: you mean switch between the two wives? So How does that work? basically
1: he would tell his second wife that I'm gonna go work I'll come visit you every once in two days and he would stay with his third wife till then, and with his third wife he would tell that like, I'm gonna go visit my family, like my parents, every like my mom actually. Every two days? Yeah.
0: I think that's, see I don't want to give him any props but I think that's his life.
1: That, is, like, <laughs> that, that is a good level of cheating. <laughs> that is an insane level of cheating. <laughs> So seemingly everything was normal (laughs) in his life. Of course,
0: very normal. (laughs) Everyone
1: says that like one of the critical parts in his life was that his father left the family when he was only fourteen. Okay. So he left his mom alone with three young kids, three or four young kids, and that was really, you know, of course, it's a tough family situation. We know daily wage workers in our country don't make that much money.
0: Even you know back then, only the male
1: were getting paid more. even exactly. now there is a disparity between being, men and women
0: on. like most like majority of the women were housemakers. yeah so but only the male members of the family were earning
1: yeah that, definitely that must have been hard so she also started working of course and then all her kids went to college which is still expensive more expensive than kids who start working after they turn <coughs> 16. yeah so it wasn't a good time for them basically but you know he did well according to his standards.
0: Pretty normal? Average? Normal. Just <laughs> a little more emphasized on the word normal normal. Yeah.
1: So we know that he started teaching in nineteen eighties. Okay. And we know the first time he did something criminal. So it was in two thousand and three when he pushes a woman off a bridge. That's yeah. casual start. You
0: know how normal PE teachers are.
1: Just pushing women off bridges into rivers. So this was near Dharamsthala village and he pushed this woman off, near a bus station, off the bridge, into the river. Alright. Okay, I mean, I think he assumed that she was dead but she was actually rescued by people who were nearby and saw all of this happen. Does his
0: wife know about
1: this? No, not yet. No, not yet. The I wives know. come to know about all of the, their, I'm gonna say plural, wife's <laughs> <by his> husband. <laughs> They get to know about his crime study in like 2008
0: It would have been a splashing news when they got, it. <laughs> <laughs> they got to know about the first so, case anyway.
1: he pushed the woman off and then of course charges were filed for attempted murder What he said- So the woman survived? Yeah, she survived Okay So we know that two women survived Mohan so We'll come to the second woman in the end but okay. Two women actually survived meeting this fuckface So-
0: Fuck mustache <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so what he said His justification was sh- The woman wanted to marry me And we were arguing And she fell off the bridge Casually Don't, Doesn't that happen with you When you're on a bridge Arguing yeah. with someone You just fall off I often do a <laughs> battle Just put that in there Just casually fall off So after this As a repercussion of course a case was filed He was put in custody He was put in jail actually And he stayed there for a month He lost his job Of course because yeah, I guess you should. <laughs> but one thing that was really shitty. I mean, he deserved to be jailed for that. But it made things shittier for the multiple women that will cross paths with him. Okay. He met a goldsmith in jail. All right. Who was actually in jail for killing eight cows <laughs> and some goats. Some
0: goats. Some goats. Are you putting a little emphasis on that word? <laughs> some goats.
1: I mean, we don't know the number of goats.
0: Okay.
1: But yeah. And then, of course, Mohan was curious as a kitten and he asked how he killed them.
0: Of course, he was. Of Very, course you know was. how normal people are. Just yeah, like, conversing yo, about how you kill someone.
1: You're <laughs> in jail for killing eight cows. <laughs> so, you have to. And again, if someone doesn't know that there is a lot of legal precedence against killing cows.
0: cows Not yeah. some goats?
1: Not some goats. You can kill all the goats you cool want. Goats, man.
0: I feel bad for the goats.
1: Can't be killing cows. Can't
0: be killing cows.
1: So,. The goldsmith told him that it was actually because he improperly disposed cyanide which becomes Mohans. That's how he starts. Yeah, so that is what becomes his weapon of choice. Oh. Because he tried pushing woman off the bridge, it didn't take.
0: So, of course, yeah. So he was like, I need some more
1: I need some poison now.
0: Oh, that's how he got to know about the cyanide. Cyanide, in exactly. The
1: jail. Yeah. So and he talked more about the like, of course he was curious about the poison and how the goldsmith can get that poison. Right? So it turns out that Cyanide is actually used very commonly in polishing gold. The yellowish, reddish color that we see, okay. like what we refer to as the golden color, the golden color. that is come like that comes after polishing it with cyanide.
0: Jesus, okay. Yeah,
1: and of course, after we use like the goldsmith use that cyanide, they're supposed to mix it with other chemicals and dispose it to make it non-lethal and not killing cows. Yeah, eight cows. <laughs> not killing eight cows and twenty women. That's what I'm gonna say. now. <laughs> but. He got to know about this. Also, a very bad fact that I got to know in this is in 2003 when he was in jail, cyanide was 250 rupees a kg.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. 250
1: rupees a kg. I
0: think 250 rupees used to be a lot back then.
1: Not, again, 2003. You were alive too, I hope. You're not that young, are you? (laughs) I'm just saying,
0: we're getting off topic again.
1: Anyway. So he got to know about this and then starts his crime spree. So after he got out of jail, he didn't directly go to killing women. He tried, you know, his hand in white collar crime first, as one does. Of course.
0: Yeah, of I think course. we should you know, stop normalizing whatever he does. He's <laughs> the main dude. He should be.
1: No, he's just fuckface. That's all I'm going to say. A very with. main
0: fuckface, yes.
1: Okay, so what he did was actually his white collar clients were actually smart. That's why I think he might be like a science, math, and English teacher. So, what he did was he made these counterfeit seals for the education department for some headmasters in the area. Alright. And he had like the education department from like three different districts, like the seals. Alright. So, what he used to do was write fake checks, use the seal. And he used to cash them out. Also, he would use them to, you know, show someone that see I have this much income, so he can take loans against it. Like you can use salary slips for loans. Oh, this
0: reminds me. There was a weird case like some dudes uh, from California sent a few paychecks to Google, like some bills to Google, and Google just paid them. them Pay them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That that sounds really easy and interesting.
1: But yeah, Yeah I think this is a podcast about how to start your life in crime I Don't do it not.
0: Do not do it Do
1: not do it Don't we'll put a name
0: psycho in front of your name if you
1: do <laughs> <laughs> So this is what he did Then of course he made his fake salary certificates And he used the fake stamps And he took loans from banks Also one more shitty thing he did Like he I think no woman in his life was Spared yeah, from him He's hurt so many so when he was still and working He was a
0: serial killer
1: He was, he was supposed to, But grow. more than that like financially his wife's life <laughs> Plural <laughs> Yeah plural So like we are talking about the fake loans He took a loan of a lakh and fifty thousand. right Which of course is a lot of money for someone in his status right now You are a primary school teacher in government department.
0: No, I think that was after his. School.
1: So, basically right. this is when he got out of jail and he wasn't suspended yet. Alright. So, he actually convinced some of his female co-workers to co-sign the loan. So that just means that if he defaults on the loan, they're liable to pay it. And what would you expect from puppies? He defaulted. <laughs> so, they had to pay it. Uh,
0: so, why did Sanat Mohan had such a strong game with Bhurveda, <laughs> I really want to know.
1: I don't know Were people
0: really into mustaches back then? Was that it?
1: I think so Or was he
0: too clever, too smart?
1: I don't think he's too smart Okay, I'm gonna bring back how he's a dumbass later (laughs) So I'm gonna shit on him constantly I'm sorry if someone feels bad So now we're gonna come to the murderous part of fuckface (laughs) I'm sorry, that's his official name from now on
0: Okay, I'll remove his (laughs) name from the Wikipedia page Turn it to fuckface
1: How about... Mm,
0: Sainat
1: Mohan. Sainat oh. Mohan. Mohan sounds good. Yeah. I think
0: we should just call him a cunt.
1: He is a cunt, anywhere. So the number of victims, like his murder victims, grew every year, which is very scary. And it was one victim in two thousand and four, three in two thousand and five, four in two thousand and six. Then again, three in two thousand and seven. Two in two thousand and eight, and nine in two thousand and nine. But
0: dude was honestly doing good with the ladies.
1: Honestly, there's like, especially two thousand nine. It's almost one murder once a month-ish. A month, yeah, yeah, because towards the end he got caught, so of course he can't be murdering them. So we're gonna talk about the crime scenes and how these women were found because all of them was almost a replica of the, the crime. previous murder. Yeah. Okay. So what the cops found in all of these crime scenes, first all of them were in washrooms that were attached to bus stations. Alright. And then all the women that were found, they were found in wedding gowns of sort. Okay. But none of them had their phones or jewelry with them. Alright. Like they were in these decadent sarees with no jewelry, no phones.
0: A little suspicious. Yeah, and I they would-
1: were all found with Froth and foam coming out of their mouth, like clearly poison. Yeah, Yeah. so we're gonna go over the victims of this asshole.
0: (laughs) I thought we fixed on cunt. Then we finalize.
1: I mean, I just want to insult him some more (laughs) because, see, of course, he killed these women who were young, who had so much to live for, and on top of that, the way he talked about them is—I want to punch him in the face. (laughs) So one of his very direct quotes is that he looked for ordinary-looking women who were average, and he seemed that no one would miss them, which he looked ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I think that's just, I yeah, that is me, bro. You See, know, I want to punch
1: him in the fucking face. <laughs> See, I think it's okay to shit on models based on their appearance because we have established that he, See, a cunty person,
0: a cunty bitch face person,
1: <laughs> correct, yes, correct. So, we're going to start with baby Nayak, who was only 25 when she was killed. She was found near KSRTC bus station in Mandi Kelly. Why is <laughs> this so funny to you?
0: Alright, ktrcc
1: K S R T C Yeah,
0: that's what I said.
1: <laughs> K-T-C. Okay. Then there was Shanta Kumari. Her age is presumed to be between 32 and 35. She was, uh, so she worked in a college and when she left her home for the last night, she said that she is going to the college because there's some function in college. She took around 20, sorry, 160 grams of gold with her. Okay. And she, again, she told her family that she's going to this function. Her family panicked the next day, of course, when she didn't come back. And they called the watchman there to ask if she's still there. The watchman said there was no function. Oh,
0: that is heartbreaking.
1: Right. And he actually mentioned that that day, when she left for the last time, she actually took a half day of work.
0: Oh, so she...
1: She basically said she'd be back late because of the college function. Oh,
0: So she left the college, like she left for college in the morning? Yeah. Said so she'd be back late.
1: Yeah, because of the function it and never came back. And she took half day from work that day from college. So her elder brother was actually very vigilant about everything that happened. This will actually bring into a much brighter light how shitty the police were towards these women. Like, of course, we can see that they come from relatively marginalized communities and the police do fuck all to help them. So Raju actually read the newspaper that day and there was a Odd piece of news which you know he remembered, which said that there's this woman who was found dead and she had AIDS.
0: You see, that's what I was thinking. Most of the police, or to be honest, most people back in the day, they just used to think that if a woman or a man runs away, it's just that oh, they're getting married with someone. Yeah, but they see, love. this
1: is not even that back in the day. Actually, we were that makes sense. Alive. I was
0: thinking more like 1940s, <laughs> you <Yeah, no. laughs> like a very poor village. This is scene.
1: 2003. So it sort of, but yeah. So he saw this, and I don't know. He was just suspicious. I'm sorry if you heard that. I just smacked my elbow. So he went there. Nobody heard. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I dropped my phone, it was very loud. So he read the paper. He just felt odd about it. So he went down there to you know see if that's his sister, and. He actually identified her earrings, her blouse and her watch as the one she was wearing the day before when she left
0: So the body got cremated?
1: So basically the body was actually, the protocol was that they are buried in like paupers' grave Basically unmarked graves Oh okay Yeah in case you know family comes to exhum or someone identifies them Yeah And he came, he identified, he tried to get the body exhumed so they can perform last rites to her But people refused to like even dig up her grave because of the whole AIDS thing that's a sad that is very sad but after you know pleading to a lot of police finally her body was exhumed and another autopsy was done because you are supposed to do an autopsy before you bury your unknown body yeah. too. and it was she was autopsied and it was found out that she died from cyanide poisoning so of course he he was convinced that there's no way his sister would just run away from work, her house, and and just- commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, the police gave no leads. He went from, like, he went to different places near the bus station, like hotels and lodges, showing her picture, asking if she was there with someone or if she was there at all. Finally, there was this one auto guy who helped him out, and was like, yeah, I saw her, you know, with this middle-aged old dude. With a moustache <laughs> With a moustache Going to one of the lodges But When my dude Raju went there The guy was just like Yeah no she <clears> was <throat> never there
0: Yeah I mean of course lodge owner. See, uh, see The lodge owner won't even recognize the guy Even if he knows him like very yeah. dearly No fuck it's that It's bad guy. for business for that guy I,
1: I don't care No bear, I'm just saying I hope, that's I hope that's, he gets I hope he stubs his toe every day he deserves to. I hope
0: someone beats a shin with a baseball
1: bat. I am going for is this. Okay. <laughs> then there is Surjata. She was 28. She borrowed some jewellery from her neighbor. said she was going out for a function. <clears throat> and she was found near Bajpeh, that's near the Mangalore airport. Alright. Then, again, we don't know much about her. We just know she was found in a wedding gown with no jewellery. Okay. And she actually wasn't recognized until much later when her photo came out in connection to and Mohan
0: So where was her family all that time?
1: Again, none of them, know. most of these families actually I'll read from some family statements later so you'll understand what they okay. thought of Then there's Kaveri, she was 30 and she borrowed a gold chain from her neighbors, some gold rings from her brother, she had 40,000 rupees in cash So, again, her murder, like her family didn't know she died until Mohan was caught.
0: So they just thought that she ran away?
1: Yeah, she ran away, married someone. Again, their hope was that, you know, she just ran away from home. No parent is going to hope that. Yeah. Of course. Of course. So, and she's actually important like when it comes to how this fuckface was caught.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah then there's neliadi she was just 22
0: so where all of these women were like you know seen dying in the same areas and upon further asking around they all took jewelry and they were all dying with froth in their mouth and the police yes. didn't do shit so
1: what the police's blanket statement for all these separate deaths were that these were basically women who someone convinced them to run away from house and marry them and then the man left them, so they all killed themselves in the exact same way. That's not coincidentally happened. like yeah, just frequently
0: coincidental deaths, frequently happening women and just like oh fuck that guy. And because
1: like span of five years,
0: <clears throat> I think my nephew can crack this case on his own. <laughs> and he's three. <laughs> he's
1: three. <laughs> okay, so Nellyadi was actually a part of a women's self-help group. This is the woman whose statement I read to you, which I'll read again later. With the one that you found really touching. Oh. Yeah. It's so sad. So, she was part of a women's self help group. She, like, her relatives and family thought that she was, like, way too modern for someone to marry her. Like, she had progressive thoughts, so she's unmarryable. Like, it is. Families are douche. <laughs> and again, when Mohan met her, so I'm actually gonna talk about how Mohan used to convince these you know smart young women to go with him when afraid discussed the victims then there was sharda she was either 24 or 28 not sure <laughs> not sure like very conflicting reports across the board
0: these are reported deaths right yeah the cops did some investigation on these him.
1: are the ones that are 100 percent connected to him
0: and we still don't know like this much about them like even their we age don't.
1: we don't know even their death rates
0: that really brings up my hopes for the you know, police
1: yeah in India. it really does
0: cops are gonna help me out so much this is
1: gonna be sad though so the last time she left home her mom never used to ask her to come home soon but for some reason her mom asked her that day like to be back home on time she was working in a neighboring village so she took a bus there and of course she was never found like by her parents till Mohan was caught she was found in Mysore a few days later and her death was ruled a suicide. Then there's Leelawati, who was 30. She was a part of a leftist activist group. And again, of course, when she went missing, her family reported it to the cops. The cops knew of Leelawati and they're just like, eh, she just died away to become a Naxalite. Okay. It's just casually. Cops just
0: throwing accusations left yeah, and right.
1: Yeah, there's just
0: like <laughs> They're just you know like the top how the top people are. It's like hey, this, 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 this you did that. Let's go. <laughs> I said it. You did it.
1: Okay. <clears throat> she was also found in Mysore like the same place as Sharda Red. Okay.
0: This really makes me think a lot about the like the like the ineffectuality
1: of the cops.
0: Like, fuck yeah. What were they doing? <laughs> Absolutely nothing.
1: They were doing nothing. Then there is Sunanda Pujari. She was found actually a day after Leelavati. Okay. Her model was ruled an epileptic seizure.
0: Okay.
1: I am sorry what? but epilepsy deaths don't look like this. I don't
0: think foam comes out of your mouth.
1: It does not. Okay. So Mohan actually met her by calling himself <coughs> Shashibhar. Okay, Okay, and then there was some dosh in her Kundli, So <laughs> Mohan gave her kum kum And she was <laughs> just like That's how you know someone's serious about you Is that how? Yeah, that is how
0: See, on one side of the story, Mohan is a very smart dude Playing these women He, he, he was a cunt
1: but see no. he was playing the naivety of these women too, yeah, like I am not going to blame the victim at all. Not at of all. Of course, see if you fall in love, if you meet this person, I will tell you how he met them.
0: I will tell you one thing, marriage is a huge problem in Indian households. Oh 100%. If you are not married like let's say you are a woman and you are not married till you are 25, 26 years of yep. age, you are stamped. <laughs> like oh, like it's written on her forehead that something is wrong with yeah, you. I'm not even kidding. I this know. is very serious.
1: Until now, so.
0: it is still going on.
1: Yeah,
0: it's very alarming and it's sad. It's really sad. It's very sad.
1: See, that is actually one of the reasons why a lot of these women went with him in the first place. Exactly. So, and again, okay, Sunanda so was 20 or 25, so she was on the much younger side of the scale of his victims. So, when she left her house, she had some gold ornaments with her 65,000 rupees in cash and like I said, she was found in Mysore and an autopsy was done on her finally 20 weeks after she was found and then it was labelled as cyanide poisoning. Then there's Shashikla, who is 28, that's a great name, my mouth couldn't say it. Okay. She worked as an assistant in a children's library and she was also a part of a self-help group. See a lot of these women were very <coughs> active in their communities. Again, when they she… They were also
0: going through a lot. Of course they
1: were. Of course they were, that's what. And so when she left she said she there was a meeting for the assistants in the nursery. Yeah. When she left she had a gold chain and a loan that she took out the day before for 90,000. So she had that cash with her. Okay. Again, the case was registered but nothing was found out till Mohan was caught, okay. Then there's Kamla, we know nothing about her, we just know that she was found in KBS bus station. But,
0: sir.
1: That's it. <clears> That's it. Then there was Yashoda, who was 26. She was found, actually she is one of the cases which were a little bit different from how all of these women were found. They were all found in locked bathrooms with foam coming out of their mouths in bus stations. Yeah. She was actually found on a bench. Near a bus station? Yeah. Okay. Like near a bus station bathroom. So, you know, cool. close enough but not the exact replica. Like I think I can spell it be.
0: out like what would have happened.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, if you take something poisonous, you feel bad.
1: And again, with cyanide you feel like you're suffocated. Exactly.
0: So you so want to see the person, you know, who's very close to you. you more than see to a like?
1: person also. If you're in a locked bathroom stall, which you know in a bus station, if you've ever gone to a washroom, they're tiny.
0: Yeah, and they're disgusting. And
1: they're disgusting. They <laughs> smell like years of piss, and of course you <laughs> want to get out of there, get some air. <laughs> okay. Then we have Pushpa, and again we know not much about her. We don't even know where she was found. She was 36. Is all we know about her. Then there was Venutha, who was only 24, and. Her mom actually suffered a lot after she died. She developed some very serious mental health issues. She had two sisters and two brothers.
0: That's the first time I'm, you know, listening to like I've heard mental issues. Yeah. In the whole case, like, mm-hmm. it's a case about serial killers.
1: Yeah. See, I'm,
0: murder and so much shit going on, and this is the first time I'm hearing about someone. I think that's
1: issues. the difference between covering a serial killer who is not in India and who is in India, right? Because, okay, if you look up Ted Bundy and, you know, his therapy sessions, you'll get so much information. Pick any serial killer at random who operated, say, in the States or the UK. You'll get so much information. Here, if you look it up, you'll get... Jack shit.
0: No you'll get a series of serial killers like psycho this psycho that psycho that psycho
1: that. <laughs> Yeah but if you look up like particularly like the mental health issues or if they were ever diagnosed you get nothing Yeah because they were all
0: average and normal and no issues whatsoever <laughs> Yeah no. they were normal <laughs> This is how we speak English
1: <laughs> Then again so Vinutha she actually if her family dealt with crippling poverty throughout their lives she was the oldest of all her siblings, so she used to help her family out by rolling BDs. She was also pursuing her bachelors in social work. So when she left her house, she had a gold chain, some rings, and 5,000 rupees in cash with her. Then there's Hema, who is 24, and that's all we know about her. Then we have Vijay Lakshni, who is who was only 26, Sarojni, who was 24, Vanitha, who was only twenty-two. That's the same age as me. That's why this is so... So many of them are so young.
0: Also, we don't know anything about them at all.
1: No, we at most know the village they belong to. Okay. But that's it. Okay, then there's Anitha. This is actually his second last victim. Alright. And she was 22. She went missing on June 16th, 2009. So, she said that she told her family that she's going to a dental clinic and later she was found at hassan on
0: the same day uh,
1: next day all right and then our last victim was poor Nima, who was 35 Where also mohan really fucked up here also which we'll come back to when we talk about how he was caught all right uh she was again different from his victim pool in a way that mostly he used to target women who looked like They were not from very well-to-do families And you know Ordinary is the word he used Ordinary is the word he used But I am never going to use that to describe a person Anyway And again (coughs) Looking at these women You see so many of them were active in their communities They were working They were supporting their families And all he had to say about them was that They were ordinary looking That's why I want to smack him stupid
0: I think you should smack him stupid He's still alive right? And there is a chance yeah. You know what would be very like, ironic hmm. if he dies of cyanide poisoning somehow?
1: Oh, I'm actually going to bring right? that back. No, I'll tell you a, a fun fact. I will call it a fun fact <laughs> a little later. So, how now that we've seen all these women who were again independent, all of them were working, <clears throat> How? why did they go with fuckface? So, this is the ruse he used on all of these women. He used to approach women in bus stations and then he would basically strike up a conversation, usually with, Oh, have I seen you before? And then they'll, of course, say, No, fuckface. That said, was his
0: pickup line. That
1: was his pickup line. And they were generally like, Eh, no, get your mustache and lice away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give his mustache lice, don't add me. And then he would generally ask them to get a drink. And by a drink, I don't mean how you generally ask women out. It was more, let's go have Ganne juice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said, get a drink. And the okay. first thing that Just popped in my head was a bar. But, exactly. Uh, that's the the first thing that comes
0: you know, a guy in a tuxedo out, so Can I like, buy you a drink? And he's charming. Like, no, he this is
1: Mohan with his ingrown toenails in his sandals that you can see.
0: And lice-filled moustache. Correct.
1: And he asked you to get Ganne ka juice. How tall him. was he? I have no idea.
0: I'm gonna make fun of him. <laughs> I'm gonna make fun of his height. He was a tiny ass, Liza mustache mustache dude.
1: Correct. So, after this, if the woman agreed, he would ask, like of course, so when he introduces himself and asks for their name, the woman's name, he would just, you know how, you know what cast you from or go through you from, from your last name. So what he would do is that he would introduce himself from the same cast.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh, I get so it. So, if I'm
1: like, oh, hi, I'm still you, are will be like, oh, I'm Sahil Sharma. Are
0: you Sharma? Are you a pundit? Yeah. Jesus, okay, never mind. Why is it Okay. No, wait, are you really a pundit? I yeah.
1: thought
0: you were Punjabi or some shit.
1: Yeah, I'm mixed. <laughs> I'm a mixed breed. I thought
0: breed. this would make a very interesting podcast someday.
1: I'm a mixed breed.
0: You're <laughs> a mixed breed. <laughs>
1: My mom's a young fan of the food Yeah, you are a
0: mixed breed. Okay, we're gonna end on that. Yeah. you're a mixed breed.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we'll stop digressing okay, now.
0: Yeah. So, like, Mohan used the same caste as, surname as the women. Yeah, so it'll be helpful.
1: Yeah, in like wooing them. Marriage in proposal. Correct. Yeah. Because as we know in India, that's still a huge problem. Oh, it's like definitely. Inter caste yeah. marriages are going down somewhat, but like inter religion. All of that is still such a... See, I think marriages
0: are still a bit taboo. There's so much wrong with Mm. marriages going on in every way whatsoever. There's nothing single... Like, there's now one thing that's wrong with a marriage. Everything is wrong with a marriage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway. And usually, he wouldn't even always use his name. Like I said, he met some women naming himself as Shashidhar. So he would change his entire name. And then of course, the more he listened to them talk, the more he would like sculpt his personality to fit in their, you know, view of what a good man would be. Yeah, you know, One that's thing, how
0: normal people are sculpting themselves for others.
1: A little bit, not to this extent. If you call yourself Shashidhar Mudkir, I'll <laughs> smack you.
0: I think that's that's a terrible
1: name <laughs> at I always think of Bhool every time I say Shashidhar. <laughs> he was the fiancé and oh, the guy Vidyabhal was trying yeah. to get. It. Sorry. Spoilers for Bhulvulaiya 1. Charming dude. (laughs) This
0: is Bhulvulaiya 1, not
1: 2. So, this is what he would do and then he would, you know, hear more about the women. One thing he kept in common was that he always told the women that he is a government official or he has a government job and that he would help them get a government job too. His lying was to such an extent that he used to always like print out whatever name he was lying about and later give them those cards. Like, if he's like, I'm Shashidhar Chadda. No, and he's not <laughs> Shashidhar Chadda.
0: He can't be Shashidhar Chadda. Don't say he's Shashidhar Chadda.
1: And then he would, next time he sees you, he'll bring a card that says Shashidhar Chadda and like, whatever. Like a visiting card? Yeah. Okay. To show that his that was his position in the government job that he lied about. So, why
0: was he giving a business card to so basically, ladies?
1: The question that we asked before this was, why were these capable young women who support themselves, who are independent, going after? like with him so first the, of course the no dowry clause he brought in with the government job that you know i make well i'm from a good family so i won't ask for dowry yeah,
0: so he covered all, all of the weak points let's just say exactly
1: because a lot of these <clears throat> women still have like again if not just these women all women in india have to deal with dowry yeah. even if it's not talked about that much it's still there big time it's big still time, there yeah. so he took away the dowry because he saw these women were not from houses that were very well to do, <clears throat> and then again, then he would say that you know, if we are you know getting involved, I can help you get a job.
0: Oh, uh, that's why the government
1: yeah. job
0: thing, cool. Okay, no, not good. No, but I get it, You yeah. get
1: why they would go with him. So this is the shit he pulled off with twenty women. Now I'm going to tell you about the fuck up he did with Purnima which we discussed was his last victim. Yeah. Purnima was 35 and again, oh before I go to Purnima. He tried, so when he was caught the police found logs in his house with women's names and numbers. And they found out that he only had a 10% rate of success. He had 200 women's names who he tried to murder and steal shit from basically.
0: That is creepy as fuck.
1: Yeah, 200 potential victims. Out of that 20 were the one who believed his act. Who got caught. Who were killed. And killed. Yeah. Yeah. So, Poor Nima, <clears throat> she was from a well do family and she was 35 so she was on like what he considered the older range. So he believed that she would be easier to convince that, oh you're so old, I am old, let's marry. So, he, what fuck up he did here was that he met her family. Okay. Like, he met her family in the way that he went there to get blessings. Oh. To marry so he her. legit. legit yeah. on this one. And, of course, the family was just like, bro. <laughs> nah.
0: See, the family saw the mustache.
1: <laughs> the family saw the mustache. But. The sad thing is that he later called Poor Nima that night and he was just like Your family doesn't like me because I'm older than you So you should run off and marry me And unfortunately she believed that
0: You See people, this is why you listen to your family
1: No <laughs> <laughs> That is not the moral of the I mean, story here That can't be a lesson No, it is okay. not No But still so listen no. to your family so. <laughs> No So and she ran away and then later she was murdered And this is actually where we're going to leap off now. In the next episode, we're going to talk about the very chaotic and funny way fuckface was caught. Oh, shit. I'm excited. And then you see the dumbassery of the cops generally.
0: I mean, I've still... I've seen enough.
1: Sex racket is the word to look out for in the next (laughs) episode.
0: (laughs) I think the cops are just, you know... That's how movies portray the fat cops. They're just sitting on their asses having samosas and chutneys, and they're like, oh, this happened. It's actually really it.
1: funny how in every movie there's this one cop who's doing everything. Yeah, exactly. Singham is what <laughs> I was
0: thinking about.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know why I was thinking Mr. Serial Killer. That movie took away hours of my life. I'm never getting back. Really? It's a shitty movie, never watch it.
0: It's a shitty movie, like it gives you nightmare shitty movie? Or no, it's a shitty movie.
1: It's a, <laughs> What's <laughs> your okay. point? That's
0: an emotion. <laughs>
1: That's an emotion. <laughs> but yeah, we will talk about Betrayal and his very. I like his brother. His brother was in a very good way said fuck you to Mohan. Ah, really? We're gonna listen about the impact on the families.
0: I think that will be the most. Brutal part of the whole thing.
1: It is. But that is it. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for speaking. <laughs> also, <laughs> you guys, thank you for listening.
1: <laughs> Boy.